This podcast is a project of the non-profit organization The Podcast Factory Org, sponsored by Transforma Brussels Innovation Playground. In this HR Meetup podcast, which you can find on whatsyourstory.be, we have Vincent Boot at our micro. You're listening to the Podcast Factory. Welcome, Vincent. You're here today to speak about your activity, strategic business coach. Yeah. From your childhood till today, have you realized any of your childhood dream? Well, as a kid, I didn't really have a childhood dream. Ah. Yeah, I know. I know. So basically, when, when I just look at other people around me and, and other yeah, youth from uh, of teenagers right now, I can tell they really have more of a path. They, they really have a dream. And uh, a few a few weeks ago, I was in contact with a girl, and she said, um, as she was twelve or something, and she said, "I want to be a I want to be a judge." I was like, "Okay, this is so specific." And I was like, "When I was twelve, I dreamed about being a professional skateboarder or something, so totally different." No, I didn't really realize any of my dreams except one. I really wanted to help other people, so that's what I'm doing right now. Because you are a strategic business coach, yeah, for small to medium. Organizations, Size companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what is your background? How have you decided to become this? Well, first of all, I wasn't really a good student. I was more, as you as you may understand, uh, busy skateboarding and everything <laughs> and music. At at some point, I realized I, I really had to have a piece of paper. I really had to go for so studies and education, and that's where I decided to change a bit of my mindset. I went out to do some a master in business uh, here in Brussels, and then I, I enrolled in different companies large size companies and after a few years I went to a business coach a very big company called Car van der Velde in Antwerp and there I was independent sales agent and I went into the company just like yeah I want to help other people and at some point I was given the opportunity to become the commercial director there and afterwards I decided to really work one on one with um, small business owners because there we were working with bit big uh, stages and uh, with a lot of people in the same audience. So uh, I wouldn't want to go uh, really close to the, the independent and entrepreneurs and help them one-on-one. So that's what made me a business coach for uh, small, medium-sized entrepreneurs. So at what time a business owner contacts you and mentions, oh, I need some business coaching or I need a, a strategic uh, help to grow? Well, it's sometimes they don't really know they need it, you see. So it's also part of my work to go out and to meet other people. And I also have some people in my company also doing prospection and cold calling and contacting people to make them understand they don't really have to work every day just in the company, but they have to work at the company. You know what I mean? They need to work around it and to see what's happening and take some steps back and to see everything from a different angle. And sometimes they need some help. Like um, even Djokovic, the famous tennis player he's won almost everything he's a legend but still he's working also with a coach he still has someone helping him being a better tennis player even if he tennis better than his own coach he still wants to be around people helping to get better and that's on different size different levels so it's part of my job also to contact people I don't understand they need it on the other hand most of the people contact me for more commercial uh, growth But growth is for everyone something else. Sometimes it's more, they need more time and work-life balance, you see what I mean? And sometimes it's more, yeah, I want to get more... Yeah, more money. More money, yeah, more income. 
So sometimes it's a very concrete purpose and sometimes it can be various domains on which you work with the company or, yeah, yeah. or the business owner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's always growth. I mean, I really want to help people to go a bit further than they are right now and to help them yeah, get their dreams back on track. That's what we're working on. And it always is something commercial. I mean, even if you work around the structure and the planning and having some better quality in your work, at some point it always becomes also a business matter when you have to grow with your company. Because when you get more people in the company to help you with yeah, with all the work that has to be done, it's not yeah, they don't really have to go out of the company without a margin. So you get you need to produce some more margin to help grow the company, but also growth in the number of people working at your company. Okay, and that there are things that you define with the business owner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it always so. starts like this, yeah. Do you have like a success story? A success story, mm -hmm. yeah. I suppose you have yeah. many success stories. Many, I have but many, yeah, of course. I want to hear one particular. One particular. Well, it's a, a different than the, the interview that we did in Dutch. So mm -hmm. if you listen to the both of them, I think you might be interested. It's not far from here. It was a, a guy. He was um, in electricity. He was installing electric systems. He was working for eight years now, and he contacted me saying, I mean, Vincent, I've been working eight years now. I have my own workspace, warehouse, and um, there are eight people working with me. He was like, yeah, great. And he was like, no, not great. I mean, every month I'm like on the edge of my cash flow. I mean, there is nothing. I'm always like, yeah, living on the last paycheck. He wants to provide also for all these people and his clients and his and the suppliers and everything. And it was like, I mean, there needs to be more than this. I'm doing something wrong, I guess. And in and now it's about eight months that I'm working with him. And we've seen his results. We asked to his accountant to give him some, some feedback on how things are going right now. Even if it was an intermediate checkup, he's doing really well now. He has a lot of money on the bank. He has uh, more people also. So he's two extra people on, in eight months. So he's wow. doing more business. He's generating far more income benefits benefits yeah just because we changed also his pricing model we changed the way he presents his offer we we changed the way he's in the market right now so that's really something really important to get the right client but also work on, on your business model on your pricing and also on the way you present also your prices so at some point yeah it really helped and i think that that's the best thing when you can make really an, an effect on the long term on, on people's life because in some way, a business is also like a child for most of the entrepreneurs. So when you change something like that, it's like, yeah, it's like Don't a doctor. Touch my... yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you're a doctor working also as a surgeon on your kid, you know. So you really want to do everything you can to help him. And when you have a success story like that, yeah, you change someone's life forever. Wow. Okay. Are you working alone, Vincent, or do you have a, a large team behind you? I'm blessed to work with a few people, mm -hmm. some freelance people. I have a copywriter helping with the, the content. And on the other hand, I also have um, someone, also a freelancer. It's a successful entrepreneur. He's uh, 70-something now. Wow. Yeah. He's really going out there. He's an agent. Is it Willie Nelson? No, it's not Willie Nelson. <laughs> I wish it was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a big network also. But yeah, he knows a lot of people and he just want to go out and explain what we're doing and helping other people Experience out there. Experience yeah, is very yeah. important. Huh? And that's in Antwerp, so around Antwerp. And I also have a someone on the payroll and he's doing what we call pre-sales so it's the first contact that he's doing also with the clients prospecting and doing some offers, and, and prospection yeah everything yeah what you do as a business coach is it comparable to growth hacking or, or is growth hacking something different well 
a part of, uh, of what I'm doing is also growth hacking. My definition of growth hacking is what I ring a lot of, a lot of times is, is you have to, to find at some point what kind of strategy you need to work on. I mean, in, when I'm really talking about lead generation, attracting more clients and everything. And at some point you need to check some things. I mean, you need to try it. And growth hacking is, in my opinion, trying different approaches also in online marketing and digital marketing and also measuring it. And when the point you identify this is working, you change the growth hacking strategy in a real commercial strategy, a growth strategy. It's a part of the process. It's a part of the it's process. It's like trial and error, and then you yeah. define your Testing, strategic... Sure, yeah. And online marketing is one of these, and especially also social media or social selling mm -hmm. is one of these strategies you need to try. And in some industries, I really know by heart what I need to do to get the results that we need to have mm -hmm. for the company. So... But on, on sometimes yeah, it's also a new sector for me. It's a new niche, a new branch. So I need to find the way to get those clients, to attract those clients. And then we're working more on growth hacking. So it's also a trial and error for you? Sometimes, yes. I'm not a wizard coming with a, a to change everything in the company, no. Do you have like a fixed strategy you work on, like only on social media or is it uh, more diverse? There are different strategies you can work on in digital marketing. First of all, I need to identify how the product or the service can be found. I mean, if it's also something that people are trying to find. I mean, for instance, business coaching, there are not a lot of people waking up in the morning and saying, I need a business coach. That's not something that is happening. I mean, but there are other products. Like, for instance, you need to, to shave your uh, hedges or something. You might want to find it also on the internet and you just want to Google it then, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's one of the strategies is helping people to get more visibility online through Google because it's something that people are looking for. Mm -hmm. So that's something I really need to identify from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, you also have trying to educate also potential customers that you are here, you can help them. Mm -hmm. So that's something you can realize when you are on... on um, more on social media. Mm -hmm. You can implement the needs of your products in your customer's mind through mm -hmm. social media. And then it's Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram. Pinterest also? Yeah, Pinterest is really, really, that's a tip for everything. Everyone listening here, if you're in building, if you're interior design, if you're in products and everything that is house related, I mean, Pinterest. Pinterest is the way to go. Also advertising on Pinterest is dirt cheap. Really, that's something you really need to work because on. Because not known yet? or, or yeah, and not, I'm on not Pinterest, many. I never linked it to commercial. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's exactly the thing. You can do a lot of advertising on Pinterest and not even the difference between Google and Facebook and in Pinterest is that Pinterest is doing advertising as it's supposed to be. It's not really intrusive. It's not really out there. It's not pushing Everything yeah. in your face. You're searching, you're just you're searching, looking, you're just and, looking, and, and at some point you see an ad and you didn't realize it was an ad. So there's a lot of business that need to be done. There's a lot of business that you can do right now on Pinterest if you're working with specialists. And that's also something I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing. They really want to try. They know they should have a good website. They know they should be more found on Google. They know or they LinkedIn should do something. Or, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they know a lot of things, but they're not doing a lot of things. So that's most the know-how isn't there? Yeah. Or, uh, or they say, I will do it later. And later is then after a few months, never. So that's really something I really need to make understand to, to a lot of entrepreneurs. At some, You cannot do everything. Even if you could do it, there's always someone doing it better for you. 
but you need to invest in it. So that's why I told you before, at some point you need to make more margin so you can pay everything. So you can so you can be on top of all results. And you can delegate some stuff and activate some experts helping you in the specific regions where you can grow also mm -hmm. with your products or with so your So you have to outsource some of your uh, activities? Yeah, yeah. No, not your core business, but like social media. Yeah, the things that need experts. Because, yeah, for instance, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram and everything, you can do it by yourself. But you will not do it as good as someone that is specialized in it. And the time you're saving, you, the, the money you think you're saving, you're paying in time. Mm -hmm. Now you can always get money back, but you can never get time back. How long does a traject with a business owner takes? Yeah, it's always a traject. So I'm not working on just small steps or something or quick wins. That's something that I can do. Sometimes for smaller businesses, I do a strategic workshop mm -hmm. where we brainstorm and we make the a better business plan. And it's really just yeah, a few highlighting. sessions, highlighting yeah. some stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. really helping where I can. And that's like one workshop? That's like one of workshop a day, yeah, or... of a day. Yeah. Okay. And it's most of the time, it's, it's a milestone for the beginning also a traject. So then we're working on six months. So I'm never working less than six months with an entrepreneur and or it's 12 months. So we're really working monthly. Every month we see each other, we work on specific parts. So it's between coaching But also consultancy. I'm not just saying to someone, you need to do this, you need to do that. They, they know it. They You're doing do it, it with them. I'm doing it with them. Or I'm activating also some partners, doing it for them. And then we see what the results are. And then I give my opinion and advice. And then we work on it and we change it, everything. Do they have like a guarantee? Can you assure the business owner, okay, within six months, I can give you this as a result? Sometimes, yes. It really depends. But there's not really a money back guarantee or anything. And that's most of the times that's because I can give them a lot of insights and I can activate them to do a lot of things. But at the end of the day, they should do it by themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking their hands and doing it for them. That's not my way of working. I want to empower them to do it and give them some really reasons to work on it. Okay. So yeah, I really like to give that money back guarantee. I just thought that if a business owner contacts you and says, oh, I want to have uh, like the electrician. Mm. Uh, he has eight people, but every month he's on the edge. Can you give him the guarantee that at the end of the six months, but he will no longer be on the, on the yeah. edge? Something like that. I always start a trajectory or a, really a session with someone If I believe mm -hmm. I can really give them some good guarantees in the results. If I'm not feeling it, I will not start. If you're seeing the weak spots. and Yeah, yeah. I really want to find people that are open-minded, they're, they're ambitious, and also they take action. That's the three the things that I really focus on before I work with someone. And then it's one first strategic session. It's I cannot advise someone if I'm not knowing the company, so that's the first thing I need to do. And then we implement the priorities, and then we... We take the steps for six months or 12 months. And then you have to see that there is an openness from the business owner or the captain. Yeah. Where can we find you, Vincent? Most of the time I'm here in Transforma when I'm not with clients. I'm here in Ever. So you have an office here at Transforma Brussels? Yeah, yeah an office <laughs> here in Transforma. And on the other hand, you can also find me on, online, of course. It's uh, www.vincentb.be. So you can find me there on social media, Vincent Boot, which is spelled B-O-E-D-T. D-T. That's why I choose Vincent B, because always people asking me. Oh, is it with O-A? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it O-U? Um, is there a D? Is there a T-H also? Bits S? And boof. Is yeah, there yeah. an S? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's uh, www.vincentb.be. You can Google me. A lot of reviews, a lot of 
other clients being really, Happy really enthusiastic. Happy yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. fine. Thank you, Vincent. Well, thank you. We have like each time three general HR questions mm-hmm. because this is still an HR, HR podcast. Yeah. The first one is, what is a good HR for you? For me, a good HR is a human-driven HR. I mean, when it's also when I focus on talent, I think it's really important that for HR specialists, people in HR, they really focus on talent and try to understand everyone's needs. Because you cannot have, I mean, in a company, one strategy for human resource that will be one size fits all. It really should be identified. That's yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. personalized. Mm-hmm. The second, and I think it's that's one of the most important parts, is also trust the people. Give them responsibilities, give them also trust, because I think they will thrive on it. They will feed it and they will be grateful. From my, from my point of view, the two most successful, most important parts also in a good HR. Have you experienced when you were working in a large size company or with your customers now, have you experienced a wow effect? Yeah, sure. I did. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying yeah, this company or this company, mm-hmm. but most of the part when I, when I see a wow effect in, from uh, an HR point of view is when you see that uh, people are engaged in the results of the company and also working in, in a one, work as one culture. They get their backs. I mean, they understand everyone's is a key factor in the success of the company that's when when i'm like okay i'm amazed by that the, the, the people wow working there are not numbers but yeah, human humans that participate yeah, to participate the... also and they also understand that the results of the company on different levels the financial result but also the happiness in the company it's always the sum of the happiness of every single individual and when they work as one also for the commercial results they need to understand they're a key factor also in the customer success. Do you have like a message for all the HR people out there that are listening to this podcast? Yeah, I have a message for HR people out there, but also for people that are entrepreneurs. Your company is like a big boat. You need to make sure that everyone is doing the right thing, that every sailor is doing the right stuff he needs to do. That's something really normal. And not just the captain uh, in front of... Not, Not the captain. On the other hand, as a HR expert or people that are in charge, you need to also see where you're going. You need to to watch out where the the big waves are, where the wind is. I mean, but also you need to take a a step back also sometimes and need to analyze where you're going and where the future is of the company. Because what people want that are on the boat, they want to make sure that the captain is bringing them to a safe place. Haven. So you need to sometimes just to stay, take a step back, not micro-analyzing everything, take a step back and analyze the bigger picture. I think that's something that I'm working a lot of with the people just about that factor, but most of the people should do it also in HR. That's a switch they have to make huh? because you have like a business owner that starts his little baby, his little mm. core business, his little company, and then he hires other people. And then, like you say, he should take a step back to see where are we going? Yeah. Are we still one? Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. Thank you, Vincent. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. To our listeners out there, if you hear like, I want to talk about my story at this podcast then uh, please like share and contact us on whatsyourstory.be you're listening to the podcast factory this podcast is a project of the non-profit organization the podcast factory org sponsored by transforma brussels innovation playground